This is a sharp old hat podcast, and my name is Chris. By popular demand, my friend Bertie called over, and we had, as is our custom, a chat about a few things. The Galway races, the Crunian Nomad, and James Hastings' fight were our topics for this one. This is a conversation with Bertie Lenan. There definitely was an odd form when the races started. Yeah, I mean, have you actually gone to the races a lot over the years? I went as a, as a young person. Yeah, I honestly never liked them. Yeah, no, yeah. I never liked them, and I went uh, I went uh, on a couple of occasions uh, as an adult. But I enjoyed when I was uh, as a child. Mm. Right. Okay. So I don't know. You're not on now, you. Yes, it's on. All oh, right. Oh, sorry. Yeah, we're oh. just talking. Oh yes, I did. Oh, I did. Indeed, really. I'd say the most exciting time in my life. Yeah. As a child, my neighbor uh, used to take me, even though there was nine of us in family, but he took me, right? Oh, very good. So I was not very popular at home. The chosen one. Yeah, on the Galway plate day, we would go, mm. right? And mm. he would give me, at that time, he had the big copper pennies, right? Oh, the yeah. old money, as they call it, yeah. right? And I'd have a pocket full of it from him, right? I was 10, yeah. but then... All the way up until maybe when I was 16, I would go every year with, with him, right? Oh, and nice. a few other and, uh, people. Mm. And uh, we'd go in, and I'd go on the swinging boats, as they call it. Oh, yeah, I right. remember them, yeah. That way. And we'd be outside. We never, was, we never went into the inside uh, yeah. where the stands was, because there wasn't really that much there anyway. They wouldn't have been as big as they are now. No, 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 not at all. And uh, we'd have, uh, you know, food from the stalls, yeah. and we'd be sitting. Yeah. And for some reason... Yeah, every time I ever went, the four or five, six times I went as a young mm. child, the, the weather was good. Mm. Very, very strange. Well, I mean, it's July, August. It's just the yeah. time of the year which should be good. Yeah, and we'd sit on the grass and, yeah. and uh, we'd have some food and uh, we'd watch the races from outside the railing. And and then the other big exciting thing for somebody of my age was then we would go to Salt Hill. We'd, oh, yeah. We'd yeah. go to Tufts. Arcade, yeah, yeah, yeah. and and you had where you put in your your penny, right? Yeah. And you're trying to get out some more money. That penny would drop in and it would push other coins. Yeah, right? yeah. that's before video games. Oh, it's absolutely, all mechanical kind of contraptions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, it was it was it was a fun time, and it, for the time of the year for for Ireland in particular, you know, uh, uh, we'll be saying is that the new potato. That was the, the, the your marked for the the new potato was was now ready to be to be dug and, and, eat, and eaten. That was just for the new potato, and oh, that was right. the most gorgeous yeah. dinner I I would had. I would have it at my neighbor's house, and we used to have something we called kale, mm. right? It was basically mashed potatoes, uh, fresh onions, mm. uh, and milk, and butter and salt, and uh, and oftentimes they used to put in soft boiled eggs into it and and mash it up. Oh. And yeah. it was beautiful. Absolutely. Yeah. It was the best uh, dinner, you know, I've had. Every, you look forward to it every year. And it was telling me that they used to do that in Mayo uh, with kind of mashed potatoes and what you're describing yeah. without the egg, but they put uh, cabbage into it. Yes, yes. Like finely kind of grated cabbage. That's, like. Yes, indeed. They called yeah. it something like that as well. Col- they used to call it called cannon. Called cannon. That's right. Yes, yeah. yes. Yeah. And, if, you know, a fair lot of, of, uh, of pepper and stuff in, in it yeah. as well, you know. Yeah. But that was good. But thinking about the races... Uh, you know, Galway races, first Galway races started in 1869. 
1869, the gold so race. So you were about 25. <laughs> <laughs> yes, indeed. I was indeed, yes. I just uh, I didn't, uh, I didn't qualify for the children's allowance, you know. <laughs> so, but that was 1869. Right. Yes. Yeah. And what a lot of people probably wouldn't understand is that the Galway, the races were taking part in Canberra, definitely from 1883 in Canberra. We had our own uh, races in Canberra. All right. 1883. And they were very well attended, very well publicized. On, uh, in, in the 1920, which is probably the last race, there, there was about 5,000 people at the races. Now, if That's you're for any, any yeah, a lot of people seeing that there was no transport available. Like yeah, absolutely. Now. Yeah, and uh, bookies came from Dublin and Wicklow and all the oh, yeah. areas. You know, did they do the, those funny signs like your man on the television? Uh, there, I, I don't England. know if they did that, but I know they won they got, uh, for the first time, and maybe not too often that they on in the nineteen, well, the early nineteen hundreds on one particular mm. uh, day, the bookies got a roasting. Right. Mm. And the only comment that they made to the local papers was that the locals must have great knowledge of the horse flesh at the races because <laughs> <laughs> they were winning everything, you know. So, uh, what it doesn't uh, happen too often, though. No, no, it doesn't happen too often. But uh, just to visualize it uh, for anybody that's listening, if you leave Kinvara, right, on the way to the Cliffs of Moher, we'll use that as a guide, right? Just outside Kinvara, a directly across the road from what we call St. Coleman's Church. St. Coleman's Church is on the right after you leave the village. And that church uh, is over 200 years old. It was uh, in 1920, it was built. Right, or 1820, 1820, it was built. It's just over 200 years old, right? But directly across the road from that, right, that's where the race course was. Mm. It was called, uh, it was Johnson's Field, Oh, it, right. Yeah, which is Johnson's name is synonymous with Kinvara, as you so know. So in essence, someone basically just provided the field. That's and right. Other people yeah. came and raced their horses. That's right, and they, like yeah. I said, that was going on for nearly forty years, right? To yeah. eighteen eighty-three, there was a there was a record of uh, horse racing in Kinvara. Right? Oh, right. But directly across, so it's the left-hand side of the road as you as you go towards, mm. uh, yeah. yeah, and uh, the the name of it for more Irish names for you, Chris. Right. Okay. It was called Gort Shanvo. Okay. I yep. can deduce from that uh, it has uh, about seven B's in it, <laughs> four H's, and another couple of um, consonants which I could buy if we yes. were spinning the wheel. But, but what it means actually is the field of the old cow. Okay. Gort Shan is old and Bo is yeah. for cow. Right. Yeah. And uh, but like I said, uh, on one occasion there was over five. It was about five thousand people at it, right? So they were very, it was very popular. Uh, the landlords and people at like that had, and the yeah. gentry had their horses there, right? And I suppose again, it was kind of a place of business as well. You wanted to be seen, absolutely. Want to see people and talk about what yes. needs to be talked about. Yeah, and it showed the kind of the poverty of the time as well. The different than the classes. You had the gentry with their racehorses, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the locals who were. Poor and ragged yeah. in the yeah. late 1800s, yeah. right? They didn't even go to the attend that, mm. right? First of all, I'm sure they couldn't afford it. But secondly, is they were ashamed because they were basically in rags. Yeah, they didn't so have they they stood they stood across the road on a hillside, yeah. okay, uh, and uh, it's called the the area is called Knock uh, Nagibog. Uh-huh. A gibog is a, a tattered or worn. Okay, yeah, and Knock is a hill. So the hill of the poor, the hill of the poor, the hill of the ragged, and the poor, yeah. 
yeah. And uh, like they had a pipe band there, mm-hmm. uh, music was played, right? And uh, they led the horses out, like like we nearly like you could say we have uh, in recent years as well, you know. So yeah, it was it was a very big uh, big occasion in Canberra. Yeah. Isn't there? Um, I've seen that. I think it was the year before last we drove up the Clareway towards Bellyvon, but yes. uh, just before you come to Bellyvon, on the right hand side there's a beach and mm. there was a horse race on. That's correct. That happens in February. Of the, uh, yeah, uh, I, I think it's February. Yeah, I'm not each, sure of the each time year. Of the year but, yeah, um, yeah, it's races and uh, right I, at the beach. They're right at the beach, yeah. Yeah, and it's the gym can as well. That sometimes they're jumping as well. Okay. Yeah, but uh, that's in another field in yeah. near Ballybahan as well. Yeah. In Bell Harbour, they call it. Yeah, but they, that has nothing to do with the Canberra. No, nothing whatsoever. Okay. No, no, nothing whatsoever. Uh, but um, I suppose on a f- what did they get do for entertainment? They had, uh, <laughs> had one of the things they had. I think it's quite funny when you visualize it. A, a young fella in a barrel, right? In an in a 80 gallon barrel, mm. right? And a little pea Poland, right? And his, jo- his job was to, the game was called Aunt Sally, okay. right? Yeah. So what was, you, you paid your penny or whatever, a ten, yeah. half, a, half a penny for four sticks. Okay. And his job was to pop his head up and down, right? He'd look out the peephole. Right, and he stick his head up, right, and your job is to try and hit him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was kind of that. <laughs> and they said, you know, they were saying that the guy that you got to be careful of was the left-handed guy, right? Because most people were right-handed, but yeah. the left-handed guy, you didn't know he was left-handed, but he'd be moving his right hand, pretending to throw a nickname. Yeah. <laughs> he'd let fly with the left and probably knock your, your, your head off, you know? I don't think that it worked these days because <laughs> there'd be some fucker like me, say, trying to kill the bastards. Because <laughs> you're, you're, you're supposed to go from the top, I would imagine. Yeah. Pardon? Go from. You're supposed to go from the top to hit his head. Oh no, no! You tr- you, st- you had to. You step back and you threw it right at his. Oh, you yeah. threw you it. You threw the stick because I would have gone in from the side. <laughs> <back. laughs> no, no! You got four sticks and then you had your. You throw them. Uh, you throw the sticks, yeah. So but it wasn't it, as dangerous as I thought it would be. Like, and I was just thinking the game, the and Sally. It probably was uh, the stick might be used a Sally rod. Yeah, they call okay. it possibly. Yeah, yeah. Right, uh, but uh, <laughs> like I said, that didn't. Um, that was uh, it stopped in 1920 and uh, the Canvara plate was the main uh, race mm. right uh, up until that time and it was a two and a half mile long race mm-hmm. okay, which just sounds a lot you know when you think of the fields that we're talking about so I have no idea yeah. how, how long those yeah, well, they, they races are, are yeah, like yeah but two and a half they're measured in furlongs yeah furlongs yeah, yeah yeah but at that time yeah two and a half miles yeah that's a lot like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, yeah it is it is a lot and uh, but uh, like I said, in, in Johnston's uh, Johnston's field, and uh, so um, uh, we'll see it, the races. But talk about races in County Galway. There was races in Tume about a hundred years before Galway ever All started. Right. Yeah, and there was a race course there mm-hmm. up until quite reasonably recently in Tume itself. I remember I rang there as in cross country. Uh, oh, right. Years and years ago, uh, in in March, I represented the school in the Connacht Championships, and we ran uh, barefoot in March. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about Knocknagibog, as, as you would like, <laughs> as everyone does. Yeah. That's tough. And you just got to watch out for the guy with the spikes, mm. you know. So that's the way. The fancy guy. You're, like, you're you know. running a little faster yeah. if you thought he was behind you. But uh, it goes back uh, like just over 100 years before that. So there's that a big tradition show. of horse racing. Big tradition racing, of horse racing. Yeah. And it was it started in Galway as a two-day, right? And then it went to three-day, yeah. four-day, and five-day. Uh, and 
with Galway, when there was a two-day in Galway, there was also a day yeah. in Tume, right? Yeah. And then Tume stopped, we'll say, up and around the 19, uh, maybe 70s, yeah. I suppose, yeah. But it just makes sense because you centralise it and obviously transport got better. So you have a centralised event uh, in Galway where people actually come by train, by bus, That's right? right. Of course. And um, then yeah. make it a big, whatever, couple of day event. Like and yeah. the other smaller ones fall by the wayside then because obviously it costs money to maintain a track and yeah. all that sort of stuff. Yeah, of course. And it's a very, it's a natural kind of a track as yeah. well. You know, it's not man-made you know, it's, it yeah. is there, and the curves there, and the and the hill, yeah. and the hollows are there yeah. as well, which yeah. is uh, which is good, you know. And uh, it's now a seven day in Galway, and the key, oh, right. of course the key day is. But the Canberra Plate yeah. race, like get back to that, up until the nineteen twenties, and then it became the Galway Plate. So the okay. it actually originally was the Canberra Plate, yeah. right? And it's now uh, people may not know that, yeah. but uh, the well, Galway Plate was originally the Canberra Plate. Yeah. You know, so uh, racing is synonymous with with, uh, Canberra and, uh, and of course, County Galway as well, Uh, you know. But the Corrib stand is where the old stand was, right? Okay. And there was a time, which would be right up your alley now, Chris. It was the longest bar in the world. (laughs) (laughs) Up until the 1950s, did you ever make it from one end to the no, okay, 55 <laughs> fair enough you did but that would have been a challenge then make it from one end to the other like yes. every whatever three feet take a yeah, pint like. that's right Yeah. so the full length it was under the stand yeah. uh, at the back and it's yeah. the full length of the stand so yeah. like I said sounds like a challenge it sounds like a challenge yeah. yes Yeah. but come here um, so when you went as a young skitter to the Galway races then mm. um, have you any kind of recollection on the numbers of people that would go there because now it's hundreds of thousands of oh, people. Oh, yes. Like, and that actually puts me off. Like, I, I, I can't stand crowds that big. Like, yeah. But um, are, are we talking... I'd say you're talking maybe, you could be talking about 15,000, 20,000. Okay. Yeah. It's still now, very, look, very big, but nowhere near as big as... Oh, not at all. No, yeah. no. And uh, transportation, I suppose, was another challenge, we we'll say, yeah. if you're talking about in, this, in the 60s. Yeah. You know, and, and before that, of course, yeah. because people wouldn't have... Uh, you know that the cars and stuff like that. You know. Oh yeah, but once you're, I mean, a car mm. at this day and age doesn't make any sense either no. to go to the races. Yes. But um, as l- as soon as you're in the city, so you arrive in the city by train, or you might be living there, you might be staying there, and mm. um, then they would have in the sixties have buses. They, they would, so but very, but but not in the same organized way have they had them now. No okay. way, yeah. they would be a bus every now and again because the, the bus yeah. service wasn't wasn't great. Right, there was uh, people drove. Uh, Always drove uh, to it. Most people drove, and ah. they tried to get parking. You know, as close and was as you can, as like, close yeah, as you can, yeah. and then you walked. Yeah. Okay, and uh, was also, of course, the race course. You know, uh, it's not race, but it was the site of of the visit of uh, Pope John Paul, right? Yeah. And there was over two hundred thousand, two hundred fifty, twenty thousand there. On, yeah. No, there was more than that there on the on the day. That's, you know, that's a massive amount. A, a massive amount. And I was yeah. there myself yeah. on that occasion as well, as a young fella. Yeah. yeah. Well, I wasn't that young, really, I suppose. Why would I? No, actually. No. When is that? That's uh, mid, mid-70s, isn't it? Uh, it was uh, 79. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 79, yeah. right. Yeah, okay. So I got tired of stay waiting in my location. So I decided <laughs> I just wormed my way up and I got, and I stood beside the red carpet where he got off. <laughs> of the helicopter <laughs> and I said you know I wasn't supposed to be there was that I, was that before he went to knock or was it after he came uh, from uh, he I presume I don't actually yeah. know that no but I, I know there was a big day in Mayo folklore when um, the Pope came to knock yes yes uh, but uh he was. Uh, it was just. It was just amazing. Yeah, yeah. Like it was exciting because you were you were up early in the morning. Yeah, you were yeah. on the road and you were standing for yeah, 
eight hours, ten hours, you yeah. know. But uh, anyways, that's uh, be it the Pope side. beat the races or Bruce Springsteen. Oh, I would not want to mingle with two hundred thousand no, people. At all. No, that's just it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but uh, races in Galway, like I said, now the prime days are the are the uh, three days in the middle. You could say be the Galway plate Wednesday, yeah. uh, Thursday. Uh, uh, the hurl, uh, and sorry, Thursday, the uh, ladies' day, yeah. and uh, Friday, yesterday, the hurl. Yeah, yes, yeah. oh yeah, but it's it's a sight to behold on on ladies' day. You know, <laughs> they come off the train, right, and they're already, you know, uh, <laughs> I've seen that very, very excited, right, <laughs> very excited, yeah, and right. carrying their, uh, you know. 18 inches fucking heels, right? That's, that's at 11 o'clock in the morning, the race in the morning. start at yes. 2 or whatever. Walking like, their bare feet, looking beautiful, but yeah, um, not but under the influence, let's it's, say. It's not going to end pretty. Yes, yes. And yeah, yeah young chaps with suits that I said they hired for the day or never had a suit before by the looks of them. Yeah, And they wouldn't be returned in the same <laughs> condition they hired I them out. That's I for don't sure. Think like, so. yeah. yeah, But it's exciting. Yeah. Uh, it's exciting time in, in Galway, right? Yeah. It's a money spinner. Uh, for the Becerra Reckon has worked up to 60 million yeah. uh, for Galway. Well, I, I the week. heard of people. I went to the races, uh, let's just say, um, twice, 20 years back, something like that. When we came to Galway and lived in the city, uh, didn't really like it. But, you know, when there's beer involved, I'm always up yes. for it. Yeah. But um, the the ticket in, I remember, wasn't awfully expensive. Yeah, that, that was kind of cheap enough, like, you know, but drink, food, everything was expensive. Mm. Then... The whole hullabaloo around it, and of course you're at it all day and then all night. Like so, it was an expensive enough day, um, and I, I was invited a couple of times to go on the Saturday or Sunday because the Saturday and Sunday then on the Galway races of the Galway races mm-hmm. uh, is a lot quieter mm-hmm. way here, and that's where sort of the real enthusiasts uh, prefer to go. I was told. Yeah, well, uh, Monday evening is 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 a, is a, is a very good evening yeah. for. Uh, people that like to to bet as well yeah. uh, saturday uh, sunday becomes a family day yeah. so it's a bit more yeah. uh, a bit more uh, you know wild let's say with kids and stuff yeah. like that but it's a great uh, yeah. great thing to have actually yeah. you know to interest uh, young families you know yeah. but the betting people i mean the amount of money they spend you know golf is a very hard place to win they yeah. you know to win on a bet. Like yeah. in comparison to, to other courses. Yeah, yeah, they say because that. Because I think that the bookie yeah. always wins. Like. Yeah, the bookie always But very hard uh, for the punter yeah. uh, to win money. So hard to predict. Like. Yeah, very hard to predict, yeah. yeah. You know, you can always have uh, plus 20 horses, maybe yeah. 20 horses plus yeah, yeah. In, on every race, which yeah, is yeah. a lot. And, yeah. you know, prime winners there, the Dermot Weld and uh, Mullins, and, uh, you know, they're, uh, they win continuously, you yeah. know. Um, I think it was not too sure, was it... Uh, Mullins or Weld said yesterday that uh, he has, in Galway alone since he started coming, he's had 500 winners. Five, Jeez. one, so yeah, that's, that's one horse big, trainer. Yeah, so that's basically, how long has he at it? Uh, well, he's 20 pre- years? Uh, uh, yeah, years he probably could like be 40 years at it. Yeah, yeah okay, yeah, 40 more, years, but yeah. um, you yeah. just do the numbers, like, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. and you obviously racing doesn't go on all year. I would no, imagine there's right. a certain oh, no. season for racing yeah. because the horses only run from, I don't know when, yeah. March to Yeah, that's September just in Galway alone. Yeah, yeah. There's only two meetings. There's only two meetings. There's this one, the end of July, and there's September. Yeah. 
or October, early, well, late September, yeah, October, yeah. right? That's the only two meetings, yeah. and he's had uh, over 500 winners. So he's always been good to me, yeah. he said. <laughs> I can see why. It's incredible. Yeah. But yeah. I heard this way of people, again, I'm just relying on, on, on yeah. third-hand information, like that um, it's kind of a tradition um, for people from the country to save up for the Galway races because for the one week they really take the week off and they obviously need someone to look after the farm or mm. whatever job they uh, they uh, work at but they live like kings for that mm. one week like all out with the suit and, and the hats and um, they spend it as they go along big money on, on gambling as well yeah. and then on fancy hotels like so it's a big thing for a lot of people oh it is indeed and it's particularly for the farming community because it's an in-between time you know um it's July, so the harvest, the corn hasn't yet been cut, yeah. but the hay has been saved. Oh, yeah, okay, that makes sense. You yeah. know, and, yeah. and for the other people, the turf is home from the bog, as used to be. So an right. easy time to take a week Easy off. time, it's an yeah, easy yeah. time, yeah. Now, uh, I, I mean, the majority of the punters would be uh, from outside County Galway. Kildare, yeah, Tipperary, yeah. Or, you know, the, where well, the horse breeding. Yeah, of course. Uh, yeah. Uh, Kilkenny, of course, uh, and Cork, all those places. Yeah. The majority of them would be, you know, and that's that was their holiday. Yeah, yeah. You know, they would plan and they yeah, would yeah. be... Uh, well, know. I didn't mean just County Galway. Yeah, like, yeah. From the country all yeah. over, but more from the countryside. Yeah, like. I would have met loads of people from Galway that have never been to the races and they're living within two miles of the race course. I could imagine. So, yeah. especially the people who are living nearby Croke Park or that's the right. race course, like, yes. they just don't want to know that's about exactly. it because all they know it's the it's the dirt the crowd's yeah. leaf like. yeah but it's funny how you overlook things I mean I was 50 years before uh, 55 years before I ever went into Dungura Castle here oh really yeah, yeah never and I was sick of listening to people from yeah. all parts of the world when I worked uh, yeah. the job I was in previously and saying, you know, how good it was and the banquets and stuff like that. And uh, but sure, how would you go there? It was the same for me. I mean, we went to a lot of sites in Berlin uh, yes. with the school. Mm. Um, but uh, any time I went to all the regular sites would be to show a visitor what yeah, the sites that's are right. about. And I wouldn't yeah. have been there at all. Like. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So, uh, you know... Um, Familiarity breeds contempt, you know, <laughs> and uh, with people, you know, with traffic and they're just sick of the crowds and they want to get yeah, away from us. People actually take their whole, take a few days off to go leave Galway, yeah, yeah. you know, as well. well I would go uh, now into Galway City. I don't go yes. that much anyway, but I wouldn't go now into Galway City because of the crowds. Like. Exactly, yeah. So I'd rather stay away from it and mm. take my turn when the crowds are gone. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah, so they're the two kind of, uh, that's a very big uh, occasion, right? Yeah. And I suppose... For our own local area, really is um, the the Crin and the Maud is probably uh, the biggest uh, attraction, really. You know, and that, that's the gathering of the boats. The gathering of the boats, Crin and the Maud. The gathering of the boats. Yeah, Crinus gather and Baud is boat in, well, we in have a Gaelic to, language. To be fair here, we have to say as well that you tried to teach me the pronunciation and the meaning of it at least 10 times over. But you've done very well. Yeah, you've done very well. I haven't said it yet. Yes. I haven't yeah. said it yet. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so that's, um, but that, I read up on it, that's going on since 1979. 1979, yeah. 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 Uh, Do tell me about it. Uh, well, yeah, it, it was a, a, uh, an idea by the late uh, Tony Moylan, or Anthony Moylan okay. from Kinvara. Uh, Tony was always a visionary, right? And, you know, sometimes these ideas sounded mad, but when they came to fruition, they were brilliant, yeah. right? Like uh, Tony also was um, uh, the Cuckoo Festival. That was his yeah. idea, yeah. right? The flan, the he was a local businessman? Uh, 
Well, he, he was the son of, uh, and he ran what we called Winkle's Hotel. Okay. Which is, uh, used to be, or was in the square in Kinbarra. So right. he is a local, or was a local. A local man, man, yeah. Yes. And, uh, but, uh, you know, he was just a, a next, an incredible guy, right? Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. full of energy. And when he got an idea, yeah. he didn't let go. Yeah, that's yeah. it. And he could rope in anybody, yeah. right? He could just... Uh, yeah, that's those characters Yeah, around. that charisma about him. You just you didn't... can't help it, you have to the, go the, with them. Like. That's right. Yeah. And, uh, you know, he also helped uh, when I was playing under-21 hurling and, and other hurling. He he managed a couple of the teams as well, mm. you know, and uh, and he was... It was all go. It was 100% or nothing. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. Full steam ahead. And uh, Michael Brogan now would be another guy mm. that would have a great input into that. Michael yeah. is a real boatman as well here from uh, the Brogans from the village of Canberra. Okay. But in, in, so it came to fruition in, in 1979. So I picture a couple of lads sitting in a pub having a couple of pints yeah. and then <coughs> yeah. someone a gets year to say, you that. know, we should do this. But yeah. what is it, yeah. this, what they did? Exactly. See, this is wasn't something new, but what happened was it had died, right? Okay. There was boat uh, coming into Canberra for hundreds of years, mm-hmm. right? And up until, we'll say, 1955-54-55, and I'll explain why it stopped then, but uh, both uh, from Connemara uh, were transporting turf and then they were taking yeah. back uh, corn and different uh, yeah. stuff, right? A trade boat. Trade, trading was a very, very busy trading uh, uh, place, uh, Port Canberra. But uh, Tony's idea was, this is part of our culture. Let's try and ignite it again. You know, just for the sake. So it, it had a knock-on effect then. He got onto people who had um, old bo- boats. There were, the boats were called hookers, right? There was, there's four types of, of, um, of, of boats, or hooker boats. There's the, the Bod Moor, which is the big boat. There's a lot of Gaelic here now for you non-Gaelic speakers. Well, when I first came to Galway, they said there are loads of hookers there. So <laughs> I thought this is the place for me. I, I like boats. Yes, uh, <laughs> I do too. Uh, so there's the Bod Moor. Which yeah. is about nearly 40 foot long, uh-huh. right? There's the, the Labod, which is the half boat, uh-huh. right? Which is about 30 foot. And then there's another smaller boat called the uh, Glochog. Uh-huh. And the other one is on Pukon. Uh-huh. And you've no of a pub in, in Galway City called the, the Pukon, Pukon yeah, yeah. right? But there, there's the fort uh, type. So uh, Tony got on to the local people, other people in the Connemara area and encouraged them and said, listen, let's, uh, you know, take the, the cobwebs off the old boats that you had, yeah. try and um, uh, put them back together again. He got onto two guys who were boat builders. They built a couple of boats. Uh, the Branleys, I think, was one of them. They built them actually here in Canberra, where the actually nearly across the road from what I spoke about, the race course. There's an old, right. the old school. You might have yeah. seen a derelict or an empty building there. That yeah. was the old school. So yeah. they, were, they were built, started building a boat or two there. And uh, so that uh, all came into fruition. Uh, they had their first... Arrival in Canberra in 1979 with a, a load of turf, which is recreating what they used to do, mm-hmm. and they pulled into the to the quay in Canberra and they offloaded the turf. Then they had a bit of music and a bit of uh, Irish uh, singing, Shanos, uh, old Irish. I was just thinking that I could picture it, like you know, so the boat comes to make a bit of an event mm-hmm. out of it, yes. and there will be a bit of music on the green, I would imagine, yes. by the pier. That's right. Um, Obviously, weather permitting, but that yeah. must have been a good day. Otherwise, yeah. it would have never caught on. Yes, yes. And, yeah. And then, you know, uh, they were some of those people that came in 1979 were people that had their parents were had done that boating trip 
back in the 20, the 30s, 40s, and 50s. So oh, the, that's okay. the tradition, yeah. right? And they, the families uh, kept it going. So that uh, that took place, and they had boat races then, uh, and that's what's happening at the moment and has happened ever since 1979, yeah. right? Which is uh, I- incredible, really, you know? I've never seen it because um, last year it was on, wasn't it? Yes. And I think we were on holidays mm. at the time. And the year before, was that was it cancelled two years in a row or something? I think uh, COVID might, uh, yeah, they yeah, certainly did, yeah. Because that was yeah. the time when we moved to Canberra, we heard about the yeah. Cuckoo Festival, yes, which didn't happen for us the first two that's years, right. and it didn't happen, and the Green yeah. didn't, didn't happen for us either. Like That's uh, right, yeah. It be the first time that I yeah. see it now. But if you just visualise this site, to me it's the most beautiful site yeah. on this, the bay in Canberra, when there's a line of Goa Bay hookers coming up the bay mm. with their sails full, in the breeze, okay, and the sails are kind of a dark red, you know, against yeah. the background of the sky, right? It's, to me, it just lifts my heart. I yeah. just think yeah. it's the most gorgeous. The boats are black and they're deep in the yeah. water, right? And uh, the, the way they're made, they, it's just incredible that they're so, um, they float so well yeah. and they're quite fast as well. Yeah, when they sails are the old boats, like the old boats. Oh yeah, the old yeah. boats. And the boats themselves, uh, you know, are normally made of larch. Okay. Large boats, right? And then they're obviously tarred and sealed and yeah. what yeah. Uh, but they're they're just incredible. And even the, the boat more, the big hooker can take six ton. Oh right. Which is a lot of yeah. Well I mean it's it, it's a big boat, it's, it's a, got big, a big hole. Small, yeah, a big hole, um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it, it, it sits bit, deep like, in yeah. the water, you know, yeah. and uh, it's a it's a uh, most beautiful uh, most beautiful sight. And those boats are privately owned by enthusiasts. That's like right. they, they obviously wouldn't be used anymore for no. regular transport. No. It's, no. But um, that's private people then, they're into boats like other people might be into trains, Correct. restoring trains and yes. all that are old cars. Um and they basically take those uh, boats out once a year, and th- yeah. the rest of the time is maintenance and yeah. maybe yeah. And there'd be other uh, there'd be other festivals, of course, along yeah. the west coast as well. Yeah, you know now, but it's you know uh, for the occasion for the they occasion. Would bring the, Absol- the boats abs- out and ab- show ab- their pride and joy. A- absolutely, yeah. yes, yeah. Oh, that's cool. And uh, I mean, far back as uh, you know. Uh, Francis A. Fahey, who who's the poet in Canberra, right, yeah. and born in 1854, uh, he wrote uh, several songs, like one of them was the Queen of Connemara, you know. Yeah. Uh, no, I don't and, know the song. Yeah, and, uh, you know, he's, uh, he wrote Galway Bay, and, you know, a lot of them yeah, were, were Bay, maritime kind of, uh, obviously, because beside the sea as well, well yeah. you know. It's your theme. Yeah, then, yeah. and big schooners used to come in as well uh, into, into the bay, in, into Canberra, you know, large boats, large would it be deep enough, though? Uh, yeah, they'd be, they, 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 but not not massive ship. But yeah. they would be there to transport uh, uh, barley, yeah. right? Uh, which went to Dublin for uh, the brewery, obviously. Yeah. For and also uh, during the nine, the early nineteen hundreds, the timber, because uh, as you as you know, uh, even if you're an English person listening, the the English ravaged the country of anything that was any use, oh, right? Did they? they yes, I know it's a shock to you, Chris. <laughs> yes, but the uh, timber was something that they transported over yeah. to the mines in Wales, right? Yeah. Uh, pine or yeah, sticks or something like that, yeah. you know. And that was a big, big yeah. deal as well, you know. But it was a huge trading uh, village. Yeah, absolutely. There could be anything. They used to come all the way from, and you know where you might know where Turlock Moor is, which is about. 25 miles, yeah, 30, know, yeah. yeah, 25 miles. Loch Ray, yeah. they would come with their carts, uh, with their corn or with their wool. And wool was another. Bring uh, it down. Yeah, bring it all the, the way. 
yeah, port, port loading facility yeah, they could like. that's right and yeah. uh, barley was uh, something that was grown a lot around yeah. uh, the South Galway area as yeah. well and other areas as well of course but that was a huge business yeah and yeah. Uh, the, that was going on you know, since the gone on during the eighteen hundreds, right? Yeah. And, and one one year alone, which is uh, one one year, right? It just in Canberra, a small small little port, really, uh, in the eighteen hundreds or the the late the early nineteen hundreds rather. Uh, there was the value of what was traded in Canberra was twenty thousand pounds, which is I was trying to do a calculation and I was saying it's something like nearly a million, nine eight or nine hundred thousand of today's money. So it was a big kind of money spinner for it was. the village of Canberra. It was of course because yeah. people stayed in, and then there was also other kind of um, offshoots of it. People got married. Yeah. They married, they met up with... Oh, yeah, the, of course. Yeah, yeah and yeah. that's why you'd have a good lot of con still connections with Connemara from Canvara. people and coming in and people coming out is always good for the yeah. gastronomy business. That's right. Uh, for every yeah. shop. But back to the crinus. So um, how many boats are we roughly talking about coming into Canvara now? Um, well, there's, uh, there's one or two, weekend. of course, always on the bay. Yeah. You know, you might have, mightn't have seen them, but they're there. There's one or two of them always here in, okay. in Canberra, mm -hmm. right? And you're expecting and there'd be a lot of other boats other than hookers, but there could be eight or nine or ten. Okay. More. Yeah. More, right? But yeah. those are the classic. They are the, the old class, boats. The old class, yeah, yeah, with the red sails, the dark yeah. red sails, yeah. and the, you know, sitting deep in the water with the, the black hull and, you know. Yeah. 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 And uh, so it's just, uh, like I said, it's just one of my favorite sites. So yeah. if you're listening out there yeah. and you want to plan a couple of days uh, yeah. to come to Ireland, yeah. you know, come to the west of Ireland, come to Kinvara. <laughs> On mid-August, normally it sits around the, from the 10th to the 15th. Three, it's three days, so it depends on the tides oh, yeah, of course, and the weekends yeah. Yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, that's the time there's high tide as well. Yeah. <clears throat> you know, there's a couple of times in the year when we have mm. what we call spring tides, yeah. you know, even though it's autumn or summer, but we call them spring tides. Yeah. And that's for the sake if you have longer tide and higher tide for the boats, you yeah. know, to, to, to come in and to sail and uh, you have a longer day as well, you know. Uh, and uh, so... Um, it's, it's just, it's a, it's, a, it's a beautiful sight. So, and I would imagine um, this is uh, like then the boats come in and there'll be music and all that sort of thing. But then we make it kind of, seeing it's a bank holiday weekend, we make it a bit of a hoolie then. So yes. music in the pubs. Music in all the pubs. Yes, definitely music in all the pubs. And also on uh, a Saturday evening or, uh, or a Friday evening, Saturday evening, I think, there's what we have, Shannon's old... Irish singing competitions yeah. in the community center, okay. yeah. right? Uh, there's also art. Yeah. There's a uh, horseshoe throwing, yeah. which is another old <laughs> Irish tradition. Not at the windows, you know. You throw. <laughs> I've seen it. There's a stake yeah. in the ground. Stake in the, the ground. That's ten right. yards away, and you throw the correct. horseshoe as close as you can. And if yeah. it wraps around, if the horseshoe has been wrapped around the stake, you stake. win or something. That's like correct. That. Yes, yeah. indeed. Yeah, and then there's also a hurling game as well, which yeah. is obviously an old. Very old Irish tradition as well, yeah. but that's up on the hurling pitch that goes on. Well, one, yeah, you wouldn't have evening. it by the pier, would not, you? Not by the pier, no. We do have a uh, road hurling though. As a, What's uh, road? Oh, that's um, driving the slitter as far as you can. Uh, uh, Along the, the the road, right, yeah. and you you go maybe it's about four miles long, you know. Yeah, yeah. The, they have that in northern Germany actually, very have they? very lightly populated area, if populated at all, if you could say that. Uh, they call it Boseln, and they just basically take a ball and roll it. Ah, um, yes. Along the road, like they do that in Cork all the time. It's called bowling, road bowling. Yeah, yeah, that, it, that sort of thing. And then you go from one village to another. But mm. I've I've driven through one of those events once, like, right? Because it's a, it's on a public road. It like, is, of course. Pissed me off something. Wake up, <laughs> but there were thousands of people. Yeah, of course <laughs> there were. Yeah, it's it's yeah. a skill in its own.
It is, but yeah, yeah you don't have yeah, to do it on the road I'm driving on. <laughs> do it some other day. Yes. Um, yeah, but so it's basically um, another festival that um, that that's happening in Canberra, along with the Cuckoo Festival, which was invented by the same guy. Then. That's right, by so, Anthony in Ireland as well. Yeah, he. How long he, is the Cuckoo going on? Uh, Craig, longer, that's a, that's a good, Oh no, it's not longer. No, it's not. It not was, as long no, as no, the no, no. But it's uh, it's uh, probably in the eighties, you know. Yeah. And uh, but it's another. It's a music festival as well, yeah, really, yeah. you know. And it's a drinking festival. And well, it's, well yeah. I'm always on for yeah. the drinking festival. Yes. But I like the idea. A couple of lads sitting in the pub. Guess what? I have yes. an idea. Yeah. You know, it's uh, it's. Yeah, well, one uh, one it's brilliant. Yeah, it was a, it was a good fishing uh, village as well. Yeah. You know, and in the bigger sh- the boats, uh, there, there was a local man who uh, had to lead in the bigger boats, right? Now, John Joe Keneally uh, was the last man to do that, right? He's deceased for, for a long time, right? So he lived down by the quay there. But he was the, um, the man that, uh, with his boat, led in the, the you know, because, uh, you know, of rocks and uh, make sure that they had, mm. uh, yeah. And, uh, but uh, there was a, one time in Canberra, it's a long, there's a story told, it may not be true, of course, one time in Canberra, <clears throat> the, um, Boatman who was supposed to lead in the boat uh, wasn't available and they were very anxious to get the boat in. And this young fella who had done a small little bit of boating, he said, yeah, I can do it. So he did. <laughs> and, he was, and he said, do you know the bay? He said, I know every rock on it. Right. OK. So when he was, he got most in the way, but and he was, he hit a rock. He said, I thought you knew every rock. I do. He said, that's one of them. <laughs> they were not impressed yeah. I've seen that in, in Berlin in the early 90s um, there yes. were all those uh, Irish people coming over to work on the building sites like, mm. and often enough I heard it like um, someone saying like well can you do it of course I can I've seen it done <laughs> so, yeah that's uh, yeah and so I, like I said it was a, f- a fishing village as well John yeah. Joe Keneally himself was, was a fisherman yeah. as well and uh, of course we have Reinhard Krauss uh, the German oh, yeah. man, yeah. right? Uh, I heard yeah. about him. I've, I've incredible. met him actually. I think I've seen him a couple of times. Yeah. It was pointed out to me, but I never spoke yeah. to him. An incredible, an incredible. He's around for donkey years. He is. Oh, he must be over for nearly 50 years here. Yeah, yeah. 50 years possibly in, in Canberra. And just an incredible man. Mm. I mean, he's strong, it's tough as nails, you know, in the worst of weather. Yeah. I'd see him when I used to go to work. He'd be cycling in <laughs> to go on his boat on a miserable yeah. Top morning at about seven thirty, quarter past seven. He'd be set every morning, like yeah. cl- like clockwork. Yeah, you know, so he that was good because he used to bring in fresh fish and yeah. uh, so did other people as well. You know, yeah. That seems to have died in Canberra. Yeah. Is, is there any fresh fish coming in? Like, uh, I mean, they're going obviously then. No. Lidans would be the ne- next port of call all yeah. across the bay. Then no, and it was it was it was a it was a fairly thriving business as well because been, yeah. also is they uh, was a, a man that had a, a, a car right or a van at that time as well. He'd collect the fish from the pier yeah. and he'd, he'd go do the villages. Well, of course, on yeah. a Friday, you yeah. know, and people just needed it and loved it. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, so, um, but all that has uh, has died down, yeah. you know. You know, Canberra was, you know, back in the 18, 1900s, like, you know, the, you know, it was very, like I said, thriving. There was 14 pubs. Yeah. There was a, two or three bakeries. There was uh, four or five hotels. Well, you know, hotels with the name hotel on it, right? You know where Canole's pub is now? Yeah, of course. You know, yeah. that was a hotel. Yeah. Right, uh, it was Tommy Carlos. I think that uh, the Carlos's that had that, where the old Plaid Shawl restaurant is. Yeah. That was a hotel. It was yeah. Greens, you know. Uh, so there was uh, four or five. What's five? I think there's another one down by the quay, Saint Anthony's. 
you know, and which is a prime location as well, of course. Yeah. It's Kinvara is an attractive place in itself. Yeah. Like, and it seems like it always has been. Yes. You know, the when I first came to Ireland, I would have heard about Kinvara maybe two or three years in, but it was like yeah. one of those standout places, same as Westport. Westport yes. was mentioned to me in the early days, like back in the 90s, often enough mm. as well. You should go to Kinvara, you should go to Westport, you know, places yes. like Bantry, for yeah. example, in Cork. Um, but Kinvara was always mentioned. Uh, yeah, I, I was talking place. to a couple yesterday uh, from Wexford uh, for a few minutes. They had they were coming on their honeymoon and said, we had to visit Kinvara because of Declan O'Rourke's song, which said, Moon Over Kinvara. Oh, really? They said, and they said, and we're not disappointed. They said, you know, <laughs> so they, they were on their honeymoon. <laughs> so they said, yeah. Well, I mean, when you're on your honeymoon, you should yes. be concerned with the moon, like, but you wouldn't have been able to see any moon in this weather at the moment anyway. Uh, it's fucking oh. atrocious, so it is. It is, yeah. But yeah. did you ever actually uh, take to the water yourself on the boats? Never was on the bay in Kinvara. Really? No. And I've been offered, uh, well, I've been offered a few times. Well, right? you would have been because you're from here. Like, absolutely. And, and it was never... There seems to be a lot of people into sailing and Yeah, absolutely. Form, yeah, right? yeah. I was never on the bay. Not yet. Uh, not, not yet. Would you get seasick? Uh, no. No, I've been on ferries many times, well, but yeah. I was never on a small boat, uh, right, really. Except once that uh, I took a boat out on uh, uh, Loch right, myself and my daughter, uh, right? And it was an engine boat, right? Never mm -hmm. on the boat before. Mm -hmm. So, so when we got across to the island, which is about a, uh, two quarters of a mile away, yeah. the, the engine wouldn't start. Yeah. Oh. Uh, but I had two oars, <laughs> right, which I never rode before. Did you really have to roll back? Uh, no, I, d I didn't, but it, it conked out as we came. Uh, I started, got it started eventually. I oh, let right, it, yeah. yeah. And then uh, it conked out again uh, about, uh, you know, 200 yards from shore. Yeah. yeah right? So, so I had to row in, right? Yeah. yeah, which is interesting. But, but come yeah. here. Um, when the when the crinus on now, that's starting on a Friday and so finishing on, a Friday. on the Sunday. Like. Yes, yes, that's and from what I understand is the boats uh, come in on Friday on Saturday evening. Yeah, the actual sail coming up the yeah. bay, right? So obviously you have to check the tide times. Like I you do this yeah. on the windy app. That's where you can see when when it's high tide. That's right. You got yeah. You got to sail in yeah. on the high tide. Yeah. And We're, is there a welcoming then off the boat as such that, that the crew comes off the boats like and yeah. you're having a big coolie for them? Or there are indeed. There's a, there's an opening ceremony on, a, on, a, on as well. And yeah. I think that's on a Friday evening. Normally there's some uh, dignitary, uh, you know, uh, yeah. Yeah, we've been have presidents and Taoiseachs yeah. and um, film stars and all that. Um, yeah. uh, ambassadors from China and Hong Kong and have... have, have <laughs> I've always been delighted. So there'll be loads of people actually expected for that. Like. There will be, yeah, and uh, the weather permitting, of course, yeah. yeah. But uh, there will be, yeah, quite quite a crowd. It's, like I said, it's it's a great occasion, and yeah. uh, and the Saturday evening when the boats are coming in, you know. Yeah. Well, it's advertised actually on the uh, Galway County side of. Mm -hmm. the Board Fallshire right. for yeah. Galway, and it's promoted as a Galway festival. Right. You know, and it actually reads a little bit like um, it's a Galway city festival just basically happening across the bay, which is perfectly fine. I don't really care because they yeah. obviously need to promote centralized yeah. in a centralized yeah. way. But, um, but I, it, I wasn't actually sure how this is going to go if this is actually something that starts maybe in Galway city at the docks and comes then into Kinvara. Yeah, but that's not the case. No, they come to Farris Park Moor uh, Pier okay. first. Yeah. Okay, and then they wait on the tide. There's usually on, there's usually um, 
a barbecue for them on the yeah. pier in Parkmore. So there is a bit of sending oh, 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 there is a, yeah, when, yeah. They, when they arrive in Parkmore yeah. and then they come around the, the bay, right, when the, the next day, yeah. right, with the boats, right, they usually yeah. come on a Friday. They, they do it with, uh, I think that's a kind of a weather thing, give them the, the freedom and flexibility yeah. in case there's a problem with the weather out, you know. Well, yeah, so. of course, I mean, you depend on wind and the tides. The tides yeah. are somewhat predictable. Yeah, the we had, I think it was 1988, we had an incredibly high tide. It just, Seemed to it took everybody by surprise. Uh, it uh, it flooded the pier. The boats were still out in the bay. Yeah. It was as calm as 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 uh, a t- tabletop, yeah. you know, not a store. But the weather in the bay when the boats were out was just uh, dangerous. Yeah. I think one boat actually did uh, uh, capsize. Yeah. Right, people were very worried, but they, they, there was no breeze in the village. And it started to flood, 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 and it flooded the roads, right? Boats came up onto the pier. Yeah, yeah that's how high it got. People were really scared, you know, people that were, especially when you see a boat with a mast, right? And it, it was over the water's edge. Yeah. Okay, Vara hasn't really floated in a good while um, because yeah. when did we moved, it was 2019, I think. Would it have been 2018? That um, the whole I think so. The yes, the whole the whole pier area and the streets and some of the houses as well, yeah. of course. Because we already thought about moving yeah. to Canberra. Mm. We're still living in Berlin, mm. like and yeah. it actually flew over and and uh, saw one or two houses at yes. the time, like yeah. and Canberra was completely flooded. Yeah. Should say. Now we've had we've had uh, we, that hasn't happened. Ever no, since, like, well, not to that extent. Yeah, yeah. But it ha- we have had uh, uh, flood water coming yeah. out on to, on a very high spring spring tide, yeah. a very high tide. You know, I was just, uh, somebody was asking the question there, well, how do they get the boats, how did they get the boats up onto the pier? And they're big and they're heavy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, and it was a very simple answer, but a very ingenious answer. When the tide was high, they used seaweed, which is very wet and slippery. Oh, right. That was ingenious. And they, they, and they, <laughs> they, they were able to sl- slide it along yeah. the, the seaweed. Yeah. Right, I thought it was just... Uh, That's actually quite clever. Very yeah. clever. Because you would think, like, you know, it, it definitely needs wheels to oh, oh. roll the boats yeah. onto something, get yeah. them in and out. Like, yeah. But seaweed, yeah, sure, yeah. it's like soap. And the same thing, yeah. uh, putting them back in when the tide was high. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was just, you know... It does make sense, absolutely. Yes, needs, yeah. needs must, you know, yeah. yeah. You talk for a minute and I get us another coffee. Yeah, you do that, yes, <laughs> indeed. And, um, no, I, th- I think uh, for businesses in Canberra, Right, yeah, the the crinu is a great uh, a great idea, and they, and and fair play to the local businesses, they have got behind it as well because it takes a fair bit of funding, yeah, to uh, to get something like that. There was a time uh, when we had uh, uh, beer companies uh, funding us, right? I remember one one or two years we had uh, Murphy Stout, yeah, and but I I think what was happening is uh, people were drinking Guinness. Instead of, <laughs> <laughs> instead of Murphy's. <laughs> so they didn't come back. They? It, it, no, they, they, it didn't last as a sponsor for too long anyways, you know. But it was, um, but like I said, it takes a lot. But we have a great organizing committee as well. The people given up their time so voluntarily, like, you know. In, in, yeah. Well, people in Kavari usually get behind a cost, like, yeah. um, which might be actually a good, good point to um, mention James Hastings as well. Like, yeah, absolutely. Uh, it is. Yeah. So if anybody um, wants to check it out, like it's uh, on Facebook, James Fights Back. I think there's yes. a website of that name, jamesfightsback.ie as well. Yeah. And um, he drew a bit of a shitty uh, hand. Yes. Um, but the whole community got behind him and it was absolutely stunning in a couple of days. 
um, everybody donated money and um, kind of really got into the story as well what James is going through yeah and I mean when they do something around here they do it yes. properly like, they do yeah and it's a, a festival or yeah. behind members yeah. of the community yeah great like, community everybody comes out like. yeah great community spirit now, James is a young man with uh, three young kids right and he has uh, diagnosed with a type of cancer that uh very difficult to treat, uh, not operable, I think, except by, uh, it has to be treated by medication and uh, whatever else that goes with it. And here in, in Ireland, because the uh, the medication wasn't licensed for that particular uh, illness, it's only specifically because of not for that illness, it's licensed for other ones. Yeah. The medication is in the hospital in Galway being used for other uh, ailments, right? But uh, wasn't allowed to be used for James, yeah. right? So James is now in the UK and he's had all his tests done uh, this week and he's starting his treatment uh, next week. So James and his wife and three young kids and, you know, we're everyone in the community and it just shows they're wishing James, you know, the best, right? Yeah. And they have done what they can do. They put their hands in their pockets. Every business, there's a, a sheer had a coffee morning yesterday morning for the first yeah, uh, three hours, and any anything they was any takings was uh, donated to James, and yeah. people are doing art exhibitions, selling, you know, and yeah, there's a fundraiser going to take place. I don't know the details of it in the pier head dance type of uh, fundraiser. Uh, so. It's a great, great community. Oh, that's know. fantastic. It, it is, yes. Well, it has to be said as well that um, as, as great as it was to see the community coming together, like, you know, which I think they would do again and again yes. if called upon, um, that should not have ever been the situation that the community should have been called upon. It is only an administrative task to approve this treatment uh, for... Um, for being applied to a person and the approval of that that's done by a panel of um, I can't really think of the name of that panel but it has something to do with it needs to be uh, done like a, a feasibility study yeah. um, for the greater good that um, that, that panel will make a decision on whether it's feasible to administer or to release that uh, treatment for um, uh, general use and um, that study will take, or that, that release of um, the, the, the treatment would take 12 to 18 months. And that is just absolutely scandalous. It I is. And it's not as if it's inventing the wheel. It's already licensed in, in, and uh, mm. agreed and in use in loads of other countries. Yeah. In, and that's why James yeah. is in the UK, yeah. next door. Yeah. And yet uh, we have uh, people... Uh, dragging their heels, yeah, yeah, just because they, I don't know why, yeah. but uh, I mean, the, the work is done already, yeah. it's licensed uh, yeah. for that particular ailment in many, many other countries in Europe. Yeah, yeah. so, uh, we, you know, we're wishing James uh, absolutely the best, a, a gentleman, a lovely man, a man that has a, a tired aware is the name of his company, and uh, so, please God, you know, he will uh, get through it. But uh, going back to the community, the community is a great, uh, it's a great uh, village, a great parish, Great surrounding area, not only the parish, yeah. um, par local parishes, uh, and from wider field as well. Yeah. People have a great nature and a great heart, you know. So, um, well, I don't know if you listened to uh, the podcast with Tony um, last week. No, not yet. 
Well, that's the only thing we're missing, but we're working on it. Kinvara needs a darts team. <laughs> that's, <laughs> well, that's the one thing we don't have, isn't it? Yeah, that's probably, that's all now. There's, mm. uh, there's lots of other uh, services and sports and in the village. You know, well, that might only cause drinking problems. So, you know, we don't drink a lot in Kinvara. No, we don't really yeah. do that. I don't agree with it at all. <laughs> <laughs> As you guys said, we don't drink anymore. We don't drink any less either. <laughs> well, there you go. <laughs> yeah, so um, all, all, um, all things are ready yeah. for, the, for the festival. Yeah. And uh, if the weather is good, it's worth a visit. Yeah. You know, it really is. And what do we do if the weather is not good? Well, we just moved the celebrations indoors. We just back ourselves back into the first open door, (laughs) and there'll definitely be drink available and food. Yeah. Oh, yeah, food as well. Yeah. Yes. Don't forget to mention the food. Yes, yes, Uh, yes. Ah, God. Yeah, for for the the weaklings. The little we eat, we might as well drink, like, (laughs) in terms of calorie. Yeah, not be a waste in time. (laughs) Good enough. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah.